0: You are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you all for coming back for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. And the title of this podcast is "Risky Commodities Part Two: The Example." Um, this is piggybacking off my uh, the first part. Of this, was was risky commodities. Now I'm going to give you some examples, some in the news and personal. First, I'm going to start off with the first example in the news are the women who was in Ark, uh, no Oklahoma, who was went to the beauty that went back to that beauty shop. The owner of the beauty shop was offering 50% off. And there was women standing in line to get hair products at this place. And there was three gentlemen sitting there protesting um, what happened to the first lady who got, got hands put on her by the owner, and he beat her like a man. And you know this dude never got arrested. Never got arrested, never got charged. So these black men stood up. To say hey don't go in there, don't buy anything at this shop They wrong for what they did to that woman And you had some hood rat chick Come up the store arguing with these black men Calling them niggas and cursing at them and yada 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 See this is an example of risky commodities That black folks invest in And this is what's been going in the black community for Somewhat what 30, 40, 50 years Where you have women who don't have any man in the house or they don't have any example of what a structured family is. And I'm not going to sit up here and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm talking about any black woman that if it hits, hit dog, will holler, as they used to say. So you feel like he's attacking black women. If that's you, you you in that boat. If not, then you need to check those around you who act like that. And again, you need to get rid of that risky commodity because this is what's been going on in the community. These type of women, these hood rat chicken head women running around here raising black men and young women to be made an ass by other groups. That's why there was no recall. Man, I'm telling you if that would have been my woman or my mom. Or somebody And that Asian dude put his hand on there. I'm tell you it's going to be some trouble I'm going to have some chicken chow mein tonight Off his ass His ass would not be making it And I said that Because we need to stop playing with these people We need to stop playing with them And we need to stop playing with the risky commodities In our community Stop propping these Deadbeat Jump bonds Of a people Or persons Put them out. They're nothing but toilet paper. What you do with toilet paper? Wipe your ass. Flush it. That's it. Stop defending this mess. Now these three black men was out there protesting. Peacefully. Saying look. We don't have to do it. Don't take our business to these type of people that do this to us. But these women. And especially this hood rat chick. Handkerchief head. That came out and started cussing. That shows you. That you don't want a good black man to defend you. You don't want to stand up for principles, and that you'll settle for anything. Fifty percent off. This dude came up with a gimmick. Him and his family came up and said, "You know what? We'll give them this, that. And they'll come back, man." And they lined up for this shit. They lined up for it. Now, anybody do that to me, personally, I ain't coming back. Once I know, hey, you screwed up on service, I ain't no coming back. I'm not bringing my money here anymore. For you to get paid off of my misery Just because you the only shop in here Well shit I either start my own or go somewhere else And we as black people we need to start our own businesses And we don't but you know But you may say well Mr. Q That's good and well Yeah it is good and well But we know the reason why we don't start our own business Because hey it takes work to build It takes hard work to build a name brand A real brand, and we don't want that. But we got enough money and time to invest in risky commodities. And this action here shows a prime example of what a risky commodity is. But you know what? At the end of the day, women gonna be there laughing and joking, ha ha ha, and it's gonna be all gravy because they yeah yeah, we got ours. Y'all worrying about this and that. Look, look, man. If that's what you want to do, fine. But don't come crying like when another dude or somebody or like some woman in one case put her hand on this black chick. Ain't nothing. Ain't no outrage. I'm going to move on to the, another example. And this was a while back. Remember those two brothers that was in the Starbucks and the, the, the white manager called the cops on them? Now, this is a risky commodity situation. You might say, "Well, Mister Q, they was just having coffee. What, what was being risky about it?" Well, these two brothers, though they was waiting to meet with somebody else, maybe possibly another brother, bypassed a black-owned coffee shop to go to Starbucks. Now, they set their asses up by going there. Now, how I knew that uh, it was a black-owned coffee shop right around the corner, hell. One of my producers told me that. Say, yo, oh, you know, it was a black-owned coffee shop right around the corner. I'm like, shit, well, and they did the same, if not similar to certain things like Starbucks. Had your little sitting had your little coffee cake, all that stuff. But these brothers wanted to go to Starbucks. I don't know the name of the black coffee shop. I'll have to find it out, put it in the description box. But if not, go look it up. That is another example. Of risky commodities Because you did not want to support Another black business Now these mothers up here talking business But you didn't want to do business In in a black owned establishment See this is the mindset Of risky commodities And as I said people If I haven't said it I'm saying now, risky commodities can be on all levels You can have educated risky commodities You know them high educated people Can't tell them shit they know everything, but see they keep making the mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. That's a risky commodity. They know bad no better than Pookie and Ray, Ray on the street corner. We need to stop and assess again our portfolio of our actions and our deeds, Of what we're gonna do and who we're gonna be around and how we're gonna carry ourselves. Cause if not, we're gonna keep having risky. Commodity situations. Now, them brothers didn't go there to that shop. I was taken aback. Like, really? Shit, I, I thought that was Starbucks. I do Black coffee shop right around the corner. Right there. They didn't take their ass there. Didn't take their business there. Nothing. Skipped on by. And I said, shoot, man, that's kind of messed up. No, it's not. That's just the mindset of people who... Deal in risky commodity Attitudes and actions And then they wonder Why we don't get ahead Like I said This was a black owned This was a husband and wife shop Let me put that out There was a husband and wife shop That had That sold coffee I like Sure and, and and they sell stuff online too One shop Passed them on by Same thing back With the Oklahoma chicks That's out there Standing in line For some damn Chinese weed and you wonder why you got all this cancer and shit and you got stuff happening to you because you're putting on this chemical and shit in your hair and then you don't own any of these products anymore because black, folks, black women don't own any black hair products anymore. Y'all ain't got locked out of them. Y'all used to have the nail shop. You used to have head gone. Ain't none of that shit no more. And most of it comes down to just straight up laziness. You don't want to put in the work. And and that's why other people of other color, Asians, Arabs, even white folks come in, set up shop in your neighborhood because they know, hey, you're not going to put in the work. You're going to come and work for them. And they really talking at you. Oh, man, man, try to ride my back. But once you open your own, she, that's too much work. It's the exact same amount of work, if not equal to what you're doing right now, working for this person. Oh, F that. Okay, risky commodities. And this is why I said again, we have these people in our families, in our homes, business, neighborhoods, and we tolerate this junk day after day after day. Risky commodities, stupid people. Folks, I don't know how, (laughs) I don't know much to say, but it's risky commodities. Now, I'm going to give you my personal example of risky commodities. As a matter of fact, this happened today. Now, my mother in law car went out. Something wrong with it. It, uh, I think it said something about it. it ran hot. Probably just need some coolant, something left in there, right? All right. Um, now she's been having problem with this piece of junk for the longest. And, uh, every time she wants something for free, she'll call my wife. My wife come in and try to smooth me over. You know how it is. Honey, can you do this for me? You know, and I had to, you know, protest like, no, nah, I don't want to do that shit. And I said, you know you owe me. My wife always puts, she always pay up. She pays up. But she shouldn't have to. Because you're dealing with a risky commodity. Now, this woman took her car to a white man who effed up her car in the first place. This white dude don't know shit about cars. Because I remember my wife and I took our 2002 Cadillac to this bitch. And I told him, I said, dude, at that time I didn't have my tubes. We had just moved from Maryland to where we are right now. So I said, you know, car going to need a fuel filter, a fuel pump, and a tune-up. This bitch sat here and I told and let me add this, it's going to need some air shocks. Because the car needed some, some replacement air shocks in the back. This bitch told me, "Well, I ain't never heard of a Cadillac needing air shots. You just had to reset it, and it come on. About the fuel filter, that's just something. It, it'll come. It'll come on later on. Stupid ass cracker, because I had to replace that shit later on. Because when the car went right, it was right in the middle time and winter time when we did this. That." Thank God that that car waited to spring, because when spring came, people maintain that car started saying, "Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, I'm not going any damn where." I remember my wife called me, and she said, "Baby, the car cut off on me." I said, "What?" I was like, "What What's the hell going on?" I said the car cut off on me. Damn, gas thing, the fuel pump went out, just like that, just as I said it would. Had to get the shit told in my house. And I had to order the parts, put the shit on it. You think I went back to that bastard? No. But my mother-in-law swears up and down. He works with me. No, what he does is that you're not going to support anybody black that can do it. Now, my mother-in-law don't give me the money. But you're going to take your money over here to this cracker who don't know shit about cars. Yeah, he got a shop. And half of them look like busted up, broke down hillbillies who don't know shit about cars. Period. Now, this ain't the first time my mother, we was gone. My wife, my mother took her her car to another place, Uh, dude named Randy. Huh? That's how he taught people. This nigga was ganking my mother-in-law for her money, for her car for years. I mean years, because he ganked us. Because we had to put a fuel pump on this. Is Prior to me building up my little tool set. This dude right here took the fuel pump. Because see, a fuel pump comes in two stages. It's the actual pump. It's the tower of it that connects into the fuel line. Then it's the pump that sits into the tower that connects to the electrodes to make the little gauge go up and down. This jackass took the pump out. He did not replace the tower, cleaning out some holes, put the, top, put the uh, pump in there, sent this on our merry way. I wasn't allowed to look back there. That's why I said when people, when you get your car serviced, if a mechanic do not want to let you see what they're doing, don't trust them. I personally, hey, you, if I work on your car, I'm going to come and get you. Hey, let me show you what I'm, what I'm doing. That's it. So anyway, our fuel pump went out. So this dude was taking her for money. And time and time again, that, that right there, that's a personal example because it just showed you risky commodities, how we don't trust one another. But we'll go spend money with somebody white, Arab, Asian, and they take our money all the time giving us garbage, bullshit, outdated shit, shit that's got cancers. And we still go there like a damn laptop. <laughs> I want some more. I want some more. That's how we act. Man, I don't... I, Mm-mm. For my household, as Joshua said, for me and my household, my economic power, my dollars, what we spend, it's gonna, it's, I'm gonna get every bang for my buck. So that mean I don't go out here and spend my money on LeBron James. Fuck LeBron. LeBron ain't paying no bills up in here. I don't, I don't spend my money on no bullshit rap shit. None of that dumb shit. If it does not. Add value to my household. And I and like I said, I only invest in good commodities. Good investments. If it don't invest and come in coming here, that shit is out. It don't come in here. I don't give a damn. If everybody else flying around, sh- don't bring that shit here. I don't believe in that. And that's because I was raised not to do stupid shit with my money. And I knew how to live without. And that's another thing that we, as black people, don't do. We don't harness and control the magnitude of the power of the money that we have. We throw it away like, hey, make it rain, make it rain until payday, until the, uh, the next payday. Oh, man, I hope I can make it the next Friday. <laughs> Shit, man, I ain't got but $2. But, hey, you were not saying that last week when you was making it rain and throwing that party. Oh, man, don't, don't remind me. We live like that. Risky commodities. Risky commodities live and act like that. So I had to just bring this thing to you. Let you know these examples of what risky commodities are. Them black men that stood up there at Oklahoma in that beauty salon. I give a shout out to you, man. You are warriors. Because that's what this, this show is called. A war machine. You are war. We all real black men are warriors. And I give a shout out and a praise to y'all. But I know next time, stand down. When the next time that dang Asian dude or somebody put their hands on one of them chicks out there, stand down. Let them get get that cranium cracked, And let them get dragged, slung, and you know, and it's constantly going on. Let them do that. Because you don't want to stand up to this. You want your cake and eat it too. And you can't. You can't holler, they hit, but at the same breath, I won't. You can't do that. And for the other examples, for the two brothers who had Starbucks, after I found out about that, I already knew right then. I said, I give a shout out to the owners, the husband and wife couple who own the black coffee store. Cause my wife and I, we looking in to getting in some stuff like that, owning some coffee stuff. I said, damn, I didn't even know. Like, yeah. See, we go where we don't need to go. We'll bypass everything else just to do that. That's stupid. That's stupid, people. And that's why we always get put in the hole that we are right now. Doing risky transactions. Investing in risky commodities. Investing in junk bonds. And we sit here hoping that I'm going to get my investment back. I'm going to come out rich. Come out. Poor than what you did when you went into it. So I like I said, I had to bring these examples to you today in this podcast. And as I said again to the women out there. If you feel like I bash black women. Who gives a damn. You need to take a long look in the mirror. You need to stop doing that foolishness. You need to stop saying yourself. Or you always want to jump on a bandwagon to go help others. Shit on real black men. But you lay up with Pookie and Ray Rays every day. Even sophisticated women got that little thug in their life. And for that, y'all need to go look at Thug Hunters. You see what your thugs who get out of jail be really doing. Thughunters.com. I had. To, I want to throw that out there. Go check that website out. You'll be, you'll be appalled and amazed how real thugs really get down. But y'all want to prop these toxic, volatile commodities up That's all I have to say people This is Mr. Q The war machine You know come on back for another podcast If you dare But if you hate it Eh whatever Show goes on Still love you To all everybody out there Who's still fighting a good fight Keep your head up The next time Peace This was The War Machine, Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.